Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I have the one, the only, Mr. Justin Benton on the show today. And Justin's going to come in here and we're going to talk about life. So stay with us. And here we are. I want to go ahead and bring on my new buddy. We're new friends. I met him through our mutual friend, Mr. Jeffrey Gittimer. I want to bring in Justin Benton. Justin, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Ken. I really appreciate it. Look forward to chatting and seeing if we can come up with some cool stories that might inspire others or help them overcome some adversity. You know, that's I started this show about two and a half years ago. I've interviewed somewhere in the vicinity of 260 celebrities and entrepreneurs from all over the world. And um, I, look, I believe that we heal our own lives by hearing how others healed theirs. And and so that's what this is about, man. It's about your life story and 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 how you overcame the ups and downs. So Justin, let's start with where you were born and raised. Omaha, Nebraska, in the middle. Wow. Of so there's actually, there's Omaha, which is like a million people city, and then there's cornfields. Yeah. And, yeah, I was born in the city. And so uh, I know I've, I've talked to a lot of people um, over the years and I moved out of uh, Nebraska when I graduated, but, um, uh, you know, some people just think that there isn't there. There's outdoor plumbing, and it's just all cornfields. But Omaha is actually a pretty good sized town, and uh, it's actually a great town, uh, kind of like a mini Chicago, if you will. Um, but uh, born there and uh, was raised. I also uh, was raised on the East Coast as well. I know Jeffrey coined the phrase. I live in California now, um, but with a New Jersey attitude. So I actually lived in New Jersey as well. But. Um, <laughs> I've, I've lived all over this country um, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy here in Southern California on the beach in a, a little beach town called Ventura, California. Nice. You know, I went, um, I lived in Seattle. I moved out to Seattle ye many years ago and um, I went from Ohio. I went, ended up going through Nebraska and I, um, man, I'm sorry, but wow. I mean, Omaha, I remember going, through, I was like, oh, wow, there's a city. Mm -hmm. And then there literally was nothing else for something like six hours. And I was like, what? I, I literally crossed the state line into, where do you cross it? Into oh, Wyoming? Or, or Wyoming, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I got out of my car and I looked back and I went, what was that? A lot of cornfield. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Like if you've met, like if if people think we are out of land, <laughs> dude, go drive through Nebraska. You will change your mind. I promise you. 
There's so, a yeah, man. Um, it, it's, uh, it, but I honestly, I don't know that much about Omaha, except for that's where Warren Buffett is, right? The Oracle of Omaha. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great town. Um, great cost of living. I always tell people it's a great place to be from because, uh, you know, uh, great Midwestern values. Yeah. Great worth work ethic, great place to raise a family, great people, great food. But man, does that weather stink. <laughs> it's just cold. Yeah. cold in the winter and it's hot and humid in the summer. Um, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, like I said, I loved it. Corn steak and footballs. It, it was always the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, you know what we were known for and uh we're yeah. on the football team but boy i tell you what that sweet corn which is coming into season right now and the steaks i'll put them up against anything i've had a couple back and forth with some folks out in argentina uh they oh, think wow. better but uh, we always kind of have competitions i'll put omaha steaks up against not just the they are the best but a fresh aged one <clears throat> they are the best they are definitely so um yeah Patricia says I spent a week in Iowa. I spent a month in Iowa once in in um, in Des Moines, and it literally felt like ten years. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "There's not." I mean, back then I was a partier, so I don't I don't do that anymore. But there was nothing to do. Like even the bars like closed at nine thirty. I was like, "What is going on here?" It was you know. But yeah, I, I'm from I'm from the Midwest too, dude. So I I get it. You know, Ohio is definitely not a whole lot different, except for it's only four hours of cornfields. So, well, and so I, I went to college in uh, at Creighton University, which is also in Omaha. It's a private Jesuit school, really good school. Yeah, um, had a good time, uh, made a lot of friends. You know, it was only like seven thousand undergrad. So I ended up joining wow. the to like you know have a social life. Otherwise, it'd be like going to a big high school. Yeah. Uh, and we had a really good time, made a lot of good friends. I also did a semester abroad in the Dominican Republic. Wow. was a really eye-opening experience for me. Um, led me to wanting to go into a career in international business. Um, wow. We'll get to full circle here. And, um, you know, I learned a lot about people that uh, uh, Whispering Creek, Doug, my grandparents still live in Sioux City, Iowa. I, I go play there across the street if you're up there in Sioux City. Wow. Uh, and so... Um, what I learned a lot in the Dominican, you get a different perspective. I think Americans tend to be a little myopic and yeah. um, take things a little bit for granted. You know, yep. people in the Dominican Republic can live off of $10 a month. Yep. And, um, and when you, we did a, a trip up into the hills into Haiti and we were sitting around a campfire with these Haitian families and, and, you know, their eyes were wide open cause they were, you know, we're just a bunch of, you know, mostly Caucasian, you know, Americans. And we're having dinner, you know, which was a chicken that was walking around a few hours before. And uh, and uh, wow. this, this eight year old kid's looking at me and he's like, you know, uh, he's watching me eat. And, you know, we're kind of playing musical chairs and all these fun games. And then he's like, I can tell you're American. And I said, let me guess, because of the color of my skin. He goes, no, because you don't suck the bones. And so that was like my first like real eye opening experience where I was like, you know, OK, like there is a different perspective on life of really appreciating what we have. So I knew for the rest of my life, I was going to take that story and run with it. Like anytime I was, you know, uh, not being grateful for what I have or right. things for granted, just remember that eight year old boy, you know, are you sucking the bones, uh, uh, you know, sucking the marrow out of the bones of life? Are you really, you know, appreciating and, and being grateful for all the things that you've been given? Because so many times in our lives, 
we we work so hard for something we want it and then you know we get it and then we just forget it and so uh, i'm, I'm yeah. very big in being grateful and reflecting on those things that we have in our lives that we've attracted and, and worked towards and and kind of reliving that that those feelings and re-experiencing it so I was happy to go down to Dominican Republic, learned a lot. Uh, and how long were you, how long were you down there? It was just a semester. So about four or five months. I actually okay. had my 21st birthday uh, while we were down there and I had, went down with some really good friends and we just had a blast. And, and this was with your college? With Creighton University. Yeah, they do it every year. Uh, the business school can go down for a semester and I, I believe they yeah. still do it to this day. I actually went back a few years ago and visited everybody and, I mean, you want to talk about grateful people. They'll take the shirt off their back, which is about all they own sometimes. And, yeah. you. and all they want to do is have you on their front porch, have a coffee, which is great down there, um, and and talk and work on their English and talk about Nueva York because they all love New York and Miami. Yeah. And their dreams are to come to America. And a lot of them, you know, you've seen the baseball players. And they instead of yeah. basketball pickup like we have here in the States, they have baseball pickup. And so I, I was a baseball player growing up. And so we would grab our glove and go to the to the field and just go play pickup baseball, which was yeah. crazy and, and that was a, a blast. Yeah. So that put things into perspective for you. And and I, I know so many people that go to the those third world countries and and have a wake up call. Like it's it's way different. Um so so you came back, you, I'm assuming you graduated from college. I did. She's getting degrees, baby. <laughs> with a degree in business admin? Yeah, it was business admin. And at the time I graduated in 99. So it was the big Y2K craze. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I got a computer science degree as well called MIS, Management yeah. Information Systems. Yeah. So you get out of college um, and start your own business, become a multi-billionaire, and the rest is history. That's it. I just want to tell you how easy it is. <laughs> you just what you do is you come up with a plan, and then you just do it, and then it works out. That's it. You just are like, well, life's great. So I know you guys have all have similar stories. So right. <laughs> so I uh, I moved out to Charlotte. North Carolina, home of Jeffrey Gittimer. And wow. uh, I had some buddies from college that um, had a house. And so we lived out there in this house. And I think I was paying like 200 bucks a month to live in like the, the side room or something. And yeah, uh, didn't have a job, but knew that it was time to get out of Omaha, Nebraska. Um, there was more world to explore and be in. So I moved out there, didn't have a job. Uh, how, how life works for you. You know, I've got two jobs at the same time. One was with a direct TV doing a lot of software things. And I had no business being a software engineer, but that was what my degree said. And they wanted to give me a bunch of money to do it. So I said, okay, I'll give it a try. I ended up transitioning, uh, into a sales role. And That's so, awesome. uh, it was amazing that, um, you know, Charlotte's a beautiful place. Um, wonderful weather, wonderful golf courses. I remember going whitewater rafting up in West Virginia, um, just uh, an absolute going camping at the Outer Banks. Um, just Dude, to you don't know this, I don't think. I was DirecTV's largest retail dealer in the United States. Awesome. And, and I was based out of Charleston, West Virginia, yeah. is where my office was. So, uh, and, and, you know, back then it was, 
man, it was exploding nationwide. Yep. <clears throat> so, so I have a company called DST Interactive. Okay. So all of the programming. So all wow. of you, everything was done through that, that company. And the cool thing about that company was every new employee, even ones that couldn't program worth a crap, yeah. um, went through a three-day Stephen Covey How to Win Friends and Influence People seminar. And that was the first time, I was about 21, 22, that was the first time that I had ever come across his work. And then when I read the book and went through the seminar and saw, um, you know, it's not what happens to you, but how you choose to respond and that yep. face is your freedom. That was mind blowing for me. That was a complete eye opening experience where I was like, okay, so I'm in control. Uh, it's not what happens to me, but how I respond. And yep. I'm working on that today, every single day, every morning, every, you yeah. know, I just grateful. Uh, I do grateful barefoot walks. I go live. Thanks to you and your amazing program going live and teaching us how to do this. Um, and, and I practice gratitude, think of three things I'm grateful for and, and relive those experience, whether it's being married or having your child or graduating yeah. from college or getting the job or whatever it was that you are really proud of and happy and just reliving that experience every day. Um, you know, just to really get your, your day started. Right. So reading yeah. that book, going through that course, um, really kind of set me on a trajectory. And then it wasn't about a year or two later that I happened to run into this amazing little book in the Charlotte airport a little red book that um, I was reading everything I could get my hands on. And wouldn't you know, um, I ran into the little red book of sales by Jeffrey Gittimer and the, the, the writing, I think it was the first time I ever saw the word like bullshit in a sales book and, and, and <laughs> pictures and it was funny and it was on point. And, you know, Jeffrey's always been a trailblazer. There's the book. I bet it's signed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's always been a trailblazer. Like even yeah. in, Beginning like 20 years ago, he was like, "Go get your name." Dot com. So what yeah. did I do? 20 years ago, I got my name. Dot com. Yeah. And dot com. And so uh, you know, and he was he was a trailblazer on social media, and now you partnered up with him, and he's you're writing a book with him about going live in the virtual world that we live in. And uh, so yeah, it just it, it's amazing when you really start that journey of investing in yourself and expanding your mind and taking control of your emotions. Yeah. Um, anyways, I could talk. For a and for the record, I, I I'm a contributor in his book, meaning I wrote a chapter and a little bit more. So, and I'm grateful for that. But I I, I understand exactly what you're saying because when you, you know, I I've um, I've studied Dale Carnegie, the How to Win Friends and Influence People for years, and I've bought the book. I've given it to I don't even know how many salespeople like. Like until you learn how to care about other people, genuinely care about other people. And I'm going to say this about you. Um, you sent out and I have I have it right here. You sent me some some free samples of, of your CBD stuff. Um, I think there's another one on the way that uh, I'm really look into coffee. Yeah, the 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 what's it called? Mocha or uh, not? Mo um, espresso. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, you know, I think that you bring up a couple of really, really valid things that, that, you know, if people would get this, man, life would be so much easier. And that is, you know, you spent time in Haiti. I have a, a really good friend in Florida that's, that's internationally known. He's got his own Wikipedia page. I mean, he's a big deal. 
And, and this dude went to Haiti after one of the hurricanes years ago and noticed that there was no, not much commerce, not, not, you know, just not a lot of, of commerce. And um, so he started, he went and said, okay, you know what? I think we can collect used or gently worn used shoes and, and, and set up the Haitian people with their own shops selling shoes on the streets, the street shops. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and like, it, it impacted him so much what, what you're talking about. And I've never been there, but like, you know, it impacted him so much how little they have, but yet they, they're happy. I think, you know, people are genuinely happy and it's because they live from a place of gratitude. Like you were talking about, they live from that place of, it could be a, a, a bologna sandwich and they're the most grateful person on, 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 on earth because of that one bologna sandwich. Yet somebody here in America might be like, Oh, bologna sandwich. I want a Omaha steak, <laughs> you know, and they're not What's that? Didn't ask for mustard. I know, right? But I, I mean, so living from a place of gratitude is one of the most life-changing things that somebody can do when they really are become consciously aware. And and dude, you are aware. Like I, I see your posts. We're friends on Facebook now. I see your posts. I see your comments, and and you are literally living that. And do you feel like it was? your Midwestern values? Was it being in Haiti? Was it, what was it that, that, that gave you that, that mindset shift? Well, again, like I said, when I had that, when I was reading Stephen Covey for the first time and reading Jeffrey's books, um, you know, the, the, the line about, you know, choosing your response, it, it really um, just kind of unlocked the keys for me. It's like, so I own it. Like I, when you when you really are like for me the biggest thing that I work on every day is like ownership of your attitude, yeah. ownership of your emotion, yeah. uh, and and so you know we we all have these like kind of emotional homes if you will, and we basically you experience the life you live based on kind of the emotions right. A lot of us are like I'm gonna one day when I get a car when I get a house when I get a family when I get a kid when I retire when I this when I that then I'm going to experience life and then I'm going to be happy. But just like we talked about, you know, when you work really hard for something and then you get it and then you just kind of forget it. Like how long does it really keep that joy going? Is it, is it a week? Is it a month? Is it a year? Usually right. two or three weeks and then you just kind of forget and you take it for granted. So every day you can choose to be happy. You can choose to be positive. I know that Jeffrey's uh, little uh, yellow book, uh, gold book of yes attitude is another great book. You know, and that's where Jeffrey started talking about, like, don't watch the news. So right. I watch the news. Like, I literally don't watch the news. Right. I don't know because I can't affect it. There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, and I tell people, like, you know, if the whole things with politics, it's like, are you running for office? If you, if you can do something about it, do something about it. Otherwise, I don't want to hear about it. Right. And that's the whole Stephen Covey thing, right? Yeah. Uh, he talks about control, right? Your influence of control. Is it in your influence of control? Okay, concern yourself about it and make it happen or expand your in, your circle of influence. But if it's not in your influence of control, let it go. Work on your attitude, work on the things you can control, work on the relationships that you currently have, work with your clients, work with your family, focus on your attitude, focus on what you're grateful for, focus on all the things that 
that you have in your life. And, and, and you can even, if you're, you know, really want to go for it, you can experience the feelings that you're going to have in the future, like self-actualization with Maslow. And like, what's it going to feel like when I get that brand new beach house? Like, how am I going to feel? And you can literally experience those feelings now and experience those feelings all the way until it happens. And so again, now, are you talking, <clears throat> are you talking about, you're talking Stephen Covey, the seven habits of highly effective people. Yep. Okay. Got yep. it. That's the book. Yep. I Man, I bought that a few hundred times. You know what's crazy is, and I give it away to salespeople and friends and family. Is sometimes you got to make them buy it. You know what I mean? I've noticed that. It's like a lot yeah. of people buy a book and you like you like oh thanks and you open like the first two pages and it sits over there. Yeah. It's just like buy it and they got some skin in the game. Yeah. Uh, but that's one of those that 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 definitely kind of helped it up. And I know you had Lindsay on the other day and she was talking about you know the the uh, worldwide tutoring and giving. Yeah kids life skills. And I thought that was beautiful. And, and we need to do a better job as, as you know, it takes a, a village to raise a community to help um, pass this knowledge on to the kids, right? I mean, you're not going to get it in the schools. You might get a great teacher. You may have a great big brother or some really enlightened parents. Otherwise, who knows? But, you know, taking ownership of your attitude, taking ownership of gratitude, um, you know, really learning these life lessons that can really empower people. Um, because, um, you know, don't you wish you could write a letter to yourself, you know, when you were 18 or 20 and 25 and from 20 years in the future and say, hey, dude, here's some here's some basic principles that you really need to learn. And um, so I kind of make that my my mission. Uh, anybody that I talk to to kind of talk whatever I've learned that I can pass on and help others. I'm always there to do it. So so you you went to. You, you you get out of college. You're working for Direct TV, and you were in Charlotte. Yep. Um, and and so, how long did you do that? How long were you in Charlotte? How long did you work for Direct TV, etc.? So I worked there for about two or three years, and then like I said it was it was very apparent to me and everybody that I did not belong as a software engineer. Right. And, so I, I transitioned and uh, actually um, uh, there was a, a family uh, business that we were running uh, some commercial property. And so back in Omaha and the business was going through some turmoil. And so I moved back to Omaha and kind of take care of everything. And so I moved back and start running all these things. I'm like 23 years old, 24 years old. Wow. Running a business and man, like, it was hard and there were some hard lessons and, you know, um, those are those types of things where I always say there's two ways that you can learn in life. One, you can learn from others experience mistakes and how they overcame them. Or two, you can hopefully learn from your own mistakes. Um, and, and, you know, I would much rather get a mentor, read a book in this day and age of, of you know, uh, YouTube videos and, and self-education, like the programs you offer and Jeffrey offers. Um, you can teach yourself, um, you know, through others' experiences, unlike any other time in human history. And so uh, I, I learned some hard lessons uh, in business. And, you know, I part of why I try to help people so much is because I've experienced so many tough lessons, like painful lessons and like, you know, having to pick yourself up and dust yourself off. And, and, uh, it's just painful sometimes. And especially for loved ones, I'm the oldest of eight. And, and I try to like pass on these lessons. Like I call them like incontrovertible truths, like, like yeah. 
being a victim ain't gonna work. Like right. work, like you gotta own it. You gotta take full responsibility of your emotion, of your circumstance. It's nobody's fault. It's not how you were raised. It's not the government's fault. It is on you. And you know, like Jeffrey says, the weather in your head, man, it's your attitude. And it's once you own it, once you own everything, then you really are set free to, to, to live the life you were meant to live. Wow. That's so true. So you're back in Omaha. <clears throat> back in Omaha. For 23 a, years old. Running, running, a, running a, a commercial what? Real estate? Had some real estate uh, properties, apartment buildings, and office uh, buildings. Okay. Really, all I was really doing was running it enough to liquidate the assets, to get the money. You know, we had, it was really hard. I don't know if anybody has been in property management and putting tenants in and whether it's residential, commercial, it's yeah. a pain. And, yeah. and and so I got that business all uh, taken care of and, and basically sold off the assets, got the money to to the family. And then I started my my journey. So my first, and, and, and you know, they say salesmen are, are, aren't born, right? You know, I think it's Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. But yeah. uh I was I was kind of a born salesman. <laughs> so yeah. my first job, I was 16. I was a telemarketer in Omaha because we're in the middle of the country. There was no dialect. And back then, how long the phone call was placed mattered on like your your phone bill. So there was tons of telemarketing companies in Omaha. And I was I was great from the get go. And so I was in sales from 16. Um, and it was just so funny to me that that my first job was sales on the phone. And then I go to college and I'm going to get this degree. I'm going to go work for this corporate America job. Right. And now I find myself after I, uh, the real estate business working in the, the data world, um, sales leads, which was yeah. Jeff's first company uh, back in Charlotte, sending out uh, new business sale leads, sales leads. Yeah. And I'm on the phone again and I'm selling people. So that's where I get into Omaha and all of this, this sales community. So I, I start a company after I worked for another company and learned the ropes. I started a company and uh, man, we, it was about 2005 and we were, I mean, rocking and living the dream and everything was going great. And I mean, I couldn't have been happier. Life was as good as it was. And you were a telemarketer. Well, we were sales leads. So it was an inside sales company. We sold sales leads. Um, you know, how, so how did you, how did you make sales? Well, it was mostly phone. So we worked nationwide and we would talk to businesses. We, we generated a lot of leads through Google. Um, you were you were on the phone. Yeah. Inside sales. 99% so yeah. of it was inside sales, working with the big markets, New York, Florida, yeah. Texas, California. Wow. And companies would want new businesses or new homeowners, yeah. or really specific lists. And it was a lot more. It was mailing lists, really, is how it got started. And the economy was going good. And I had a great team. It was probably 25, 30, 40 of us. And every, like living the dream, like yeah. just living what I thought was the dream. And, you know, yeah. it was really good. But boy, something happened in 2008 or 2009. Sure did. To a lot of us, right? And I think we obviously got a little out over our skis. Um, yeah. we, we didn't think that, uh, you know, it was going to be forever summer. Winter was never coming. And people were doubling down on their mortgages. And, you know, I remember we were selling a ton of leads in the mortgage space. Yeah. Because everybody was just, you know, buying more houses. There was no real, um, you know, anybody could get a loan. They just like would push 10 loans through. I remember my old yeah. man for AIG and it was like 2006 or seven. I was like, hey, man, 
this mortgage thing is going to come crashing down because nobody's no one's checking anything. We're just everyone's just pushing mortgage loans through left and right. And if there's ever a correction, of course, there will be. It's going to be pretty ugly. I had no idea that it was going to be to the extent that it was. Yeah. And that was one of those first lessons in life um, when, you know, you got to, you know, plan for winter. And, you know, whether that's your investments or diversifying um, and always being ready to adapt. Like, don't just like that book, Who Moved My Cheese? Don't just keep going to the same place, even though the cheese dwindles down to nothing. Right. He starts to dwindle down. Like, it's time to put on your running shoes and go look for some more opportunities and make sure you're always improving. Don't just rest on your laurels. And, and that was a lesson that I could have learned then. And don't just like be delusional and just keep telling yourself everything's going to be OK. Everything's going to be OK. Um, you know, you need to keep your eyes open and make sure that you're looking for opportunities. So, so that was a lesson there. So that shifted. Mm. Uh, business went down. Um, you know, we had to make a couple things left and right. And then, um, you know, eventually the business kind of, you know, went sideways. Uh, and then that that allowed me to, to transition into, you know, this this new career. Um, and it, it, it wasn't just because of that, but, um, you know, about five or six years ago, um, how we got started with 101 CBD was I got the, the biggest curveball of life. And um, with that was my son uh, was diagnosed on the spectrum. Um, some call it autism when he was two and a half years old. And so mm -hmm. that was the curveball that I had. I mean, I thought I could take I had a strong chin, but that one that one knocked me down. When what, what year was that? 2014, I believe. So and, so but back up between 2008. I mean, obviously, the telemarketing telesales gig. Yeah ended right yeah yep. um <laughs> joe ingram says 2007 was buy one house get two free <laughs> yeah. but, but so that that kind of came to an end where where did you go from there so i continued to stay in the marketing sales and marketing more in the financial sector so the the transition went to more of a, of a business loan world and so we okay. focused on business loans i stayed with my background which was okay. sales and marketing and so we just catered to businesses that were still doing well in that recession. And then I stayed on that for a, for the next you know four or five years, tried yeah. a couple different ideas, tried a couple different businesses. Some worked, some didn't. But you know things were good. You know we were living a good thing. Well, that industry also had some some bumps. Um, you know about four or five years ago too. And then I I knew that I wasn't living my 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 mission. I wasn't living my purpose. I was paying the bills. I was good at my job. Yeah. But I knew there was something more and I was looking for it. And that's when the curveball came that, you know, they say out of your mess, you can make a, your, your greatest message was. So my son's diagnosed with autism. I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's a life sentence. I don't know what you know. You have no idea what to do. Right. So you do research, you go to doctors, you go to researchers, you go to Dr. Google. And there wasn't any research really out there um, that I could find. Um, we tried everything and, you right. know, we're doctors. And so. Eventually, I came across some research that showed that CBD was helping with kids with uh, with um, seizures, and um, and so I was like, well, if autism is neurological, seizures are neurological, why couldn't it help? And so I grew some cannabis, some hemp, out here in California, and I decided I was already growing some. I was I grew up holistically, plant based medicine. Uh, it fascinated me, and so. I made a, a, a grow in the in the backyard of a high CBD strain called Suzy Q, 
And we were out at a um, Underwood Farms, um, which is like a pumpkin patch. And my son was having a tantrum, having a terrible time. And we um, had given him a tincture, uh, which is just a CBD oil, and put yeah. it orally. My wife gave it to him. And like literally five minutes later, from having a tantrum, hands over his ears and having a horrible time, he's out running around picking pumpkins. All the grandparents and aunts are there. And they're like, what? What was that? And we said, well, that was our raw CBD oil. Wow. And that was the beginning. So we knew we were onto something. We had no idea that if we, when we stuck to it and we gave him, you know, good dosage twice a day in his, in his organic uh, juice every morning, um, that fast forward now, last year we were featured in Columbia University's medical journal that was released that he's off the spectrum. So it actually wow. his neurological ailment. So they have something that's called an ATEC, which is a, it's a test that you take to see how severe the neurological, uh, you know, autism is. And it went from a 148, which is nonverbal, non-communicative, severe to off when you're under 20. And so that wow. was, that was with lots of raw CBD oil, lots of organic, um, you know, juice with celery and kale and probiotics and, you know, we really watched his diet and now he's a healthy, happy boy. So we thought, I thought, great, well, I'll do my business and um, this will have a platform, 101cbd.org, to help other families, give them education, give them hope, give them free products. We sell free products. We send free products all over the world for any family affected by autism. But little did I know that CBD could do so much more for people. And it's not just CBD. It's the plant. The hemp plant is where CBD comes from. And there's a lot more than CBD that goes on. So the, those tinctures that I send out, it's it's essentially freshly squeezed hemp juice. That's all it is. Cold extracted hemp juice. Everything that's in that plant is in that tincture. And that's why it works so well. So then people started coming to us for rheumatoid arthritis, all these other things like pain, anxiety, sleep. And then it was like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. And we were hearing all these incredible stories. I was like, oh my God, I had no idea. And so then we decided to make it our full-time mission and we've been doing it for the last five or six years now and incredible. So some, some questions, I think that, um, and I, I mean, I shared this with you. I'm very open book about it. I'm, I'm a recovered alcoholic Mm -hmm. and mind and mood altering drugs and chemicals don't enter my body because I don't want to trigger any, anything else. So, Um, you know, for the people who think, and I, me being one of them, just being honest, um, that CBD is marijuana and, um, I don't need to be getting high because that's not good, um, for me, what, what, what do you, what, what's the difference? I mean, cause you say hemp, I mean, it's, it's marijuana, right? So that's the most like common misperception, right? So you remember, I don't know if you had it when you grew up in the Midwest, but we did. Remember ditchweed? Did you have ditchweed? Ditchweed, growing on the sides of the roads. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's ditchweed, right? And and yeah. that's hemp. So the settlers from the Spanish in like the late 1500s brought over industrial hemp, which is what you made. Thanks, Kara. Uh, I got a sign from her. So anyone needs a sign, get a sign from Kara. Um, and I just so, connected with Kara this morning. Actually, I did. She she sent me a, a LinkedIn friend request. So yeah, she's awesome. And so uh, hemp is the, what we made rope out of, what we made paper out of, what they used the sails to bring over the Santa and the Maria, uh, what the first Constitution was written on. I mean, hemp is hemp, but hemp is filled with 
cannabidiol, which is CBD. And we had literally 10 years ago, we had no idea what CBD was in our country. And so right. CBD is in broccoli. CBD is in kale. You've been eating it in 25 superfoods already. Our bodies already make it. It's called 2-AG. It's a huge long word. So there's a lot of confusion about it, right? So like, think of it like dogs. There's dogs, there's German shepherds, and then there's Labradors. In cannabis, which is the type of plant that it is, there's marijuana and there's hemp. Marijuana has anything more than 0.3% THC. In our country, that's how it is um, determined. Um, anything less than 0.3% THC, which is the only psychoactive part of the plant, is considered hemp. In order for you to get any type of psychoactive effects, you have to be somewhere in the, you know, three, four, five, six, seven percent THC. And you have to heat it, which is called decarboxylization. Well, we don't heat our plants. We cold extract our plants. There's no psychoactive effects. There's no high effects. Our normal everyday customer is grandma. Grandma comes in. Grandma's got some back pain. She just doesn't want to have the pain anymore. She gets a tincture or she gets a rub. And then the pain usually starts out at an eight out of ten. It goes down to a four, three, two or one after using our products. And so, um, yeah, no one, wow. if you want to get, if you want to get high, go find a high THC variety and that's your thing. Go get high, you heat it. If you want to get healthy, find a high CBD version like hemp and eat it. And that's our, you know, that's what, that's what worked for our family. And that's what we're here to educate people on and help any way we can. So those weeds growing along the side of the road, just stop and eat some of those. And you're, you're and I grow <laughs> In my shake every morning, I put a flower in my shake with my my hemp protein powder and a banana and some blueberries, wild organic, and it's great for you. Who would have thought? Who would have? So, what are some of the? Um, so, so okay, 2014. Yep. Your son is diagnosed on the autism spectrum, yep. um, and it sounds like it was severe. Yep. And. Um, He's having a fit out at the pumpkin patch one day having, and what do they call that? Ep an episode? I, I don't know. It's like a tantrum like any kid, but with autism, they tend to cover their ears. They're totally overwhelmed with life. It's a stimulus. Right. There's too much stimulus and they can't handle it. And whether it's screaming or hands over their ears, it's just meltdown. Now, what? Uh, so what is, uh, is this a, I mean, I don't think, you can walk into CVS and buy CBD oil, can you? Well, they passed the 2018 Farm Bill, which made CBD and hemp a thousand percent legal. So okay. actually, you can. Now, because oh. it's legal, there's a bunch of investors uh, that came to the space and they're mm -hmm. making a product based on making money. And so um, that's fine and dandy. But as we know from all the teachings of all the people that we've aligned with, if your number one priority is helping your client, serving your client, um, and not making money, then you'll be around for the long haul. And so um, you can buy it in CVS. There are a couple good products out there um, in, in different places, but um, there's a lot of stuff that's just not good. And, and what I mean by that, not all CBD is created equal. You know, you have ours that's cold extracted, which is basically just juice. And then there's other stuff that's extracted and it's isolated and it's processed. Just like, you know, the difference between Tang and fresh juice, squeeze orange juice, right? They're both orange, but that's about yeah. it. No nutritional yeah. value in it. And so, um, you know, I always recommend just like anything you buy, ask your neighbors, ask your friends, look at verified online reviews from actual customers of the company. There's companies like Trustpilot, 
that verify actual customer reviews, um, you know, and, and look at testimonials and look at what's called COAs, which are basically lab reports that shows you exactly what's in the product. And so right now, CBD is a big craze. Um, and just make sure you work with a great company that will um, show you uh, all the what's in their products and, and find a brand that you identify with. So if it's a, their story or their website um, and just like anything else that we shop for, but it's helping millions of people in our country and around the world with pain, anxiety and sleep are the top ones, but other obviously big autoimmune deficiencies as well. Now, you mentioned some other things like Alzheimer's and um, you mentioned um, Parkinson's cancer. Parkinson's, ALS, how about ALS? Is that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's helping those, those folks too? Based on our testimonials, everything that we hear. So again, our body, um, you know, our body knows what true north is and it's called homeostasis. Just like eating right, exercising, drinking water, getting a good night's sleep, that sets your body up for success so it can heal itself. Well, with the toxic world that we live in, the processed foods, the dirty air, um, you know, basically you are what you eat. And we as Americans aren't exactly uh, winning a blue ribbon for that. And <laughs> our bodies uh, start to experience, obviously, uh, get out of sync, and they, lots of inflammation. All of these diseases that you hear that have all these new names, rheumatoid arthritis and uh, fibromyalgia and all these things, these weren't around 10 years ago, 20 years ago, right? These are new things that the doctors just threw their hands up. They said, we don't know. Like they literally don't know. They tried every pharmaceutical drug they could. We heard all the stories and the side effects. And then we found this, we call the miracle plant, the hemp plant, and it helped our bodies find homeostasis. It helped their bodies naturally heal themselves. In our brains, we have these things called Alkalization is huge, yeah. Um, you know, that's drinking water over point, uh, 7 yeah. point pH. And so, um, you know, we have our, on our brains, we have these things called CB1 receptors. In our bodies, we have these things called CB2 receptors, which is all part of the endocannabinoid system. And the, anything that's neurological, this plant interacts with our, with our receptors and helps. The, if their neurons are firing too fast, it helps slow things down, right? Like a traffic cop. And so that's where all the anxiety and all the notifications from our cell phones and commercials and, you know, this, you know, everything that's coming at us, it just helps slow things down and get into that homeostasis. And so it's also neuroregenerative and that's what helped our son. So it, it literally will help rewire the brain that is not firing correctly. Because again, our cells, our DNA know what true North is. They know yeah. what they're designed to do. And this plant, eating right, healthy, exercise, water, all of those things allow the body to do what it innately wants to do. And that's why it helps with all of those other diseases because disease is obviously something we did that made the body get out of sync. And eating right, taking supplements like CBD, or water, or sleep, those are the things that help our bodies heal. There's nothing more powerful than what, if you set your body up to heal, than your body. So, uh, I mean, so part of that is obviously a couple of Big Macs every day. Supersize me, watch it. <laughs> a guy almost died after 30 days. The doctor's like, you might not make it. Oh, wow. So, so, um, so you started this. When did you actually form the company and start the company? 2014. So we started it oh. right when we started to see the results. 
I was like, okay, there's no information out there. I had an extra office. I had a couple suites uh, in an office building. And I said, we'll make it a platform. I'm going to have something out there. I throw up a website. My wife's a, a brilliant uh, marketing uh, whiz. So she threw up a website, got it a .org, and just shared a little bit about our story and, and made a little video. And that was it. That's all I thought it was going to be. So I had my, my sales and marketing companies and my things that I was doing. But then the stories kept coming. And the people were like, literally didn't have rheumatoid arthritis anymore. And the lady started taking it for cancer. And then the lady started, to, uh, she started having conversations with her, with her husband for the first time in three years with Parkinson's. And then, I mean, the things just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. And I'm like, oh my God. And nobody, just like you, nobody knew about it. Nobody, everyone has the same questions. Am I gonna get high? It's marijuana. Uh, you know, am I gonna fail a drug test? All these things. And, it's, and a lot of it is because back in 1937, they passed the marijuana tax bill to illegalize, to make hemp illegal because all the, the, the textile billionaires, the Hearsts of the world, the DuPonts of the world, they were making billions of dollars cutting down trees and, and cotton and making petroleum-based paints and all the things that, that they did. And you can do all of that with the regenerative hemp plant. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want to compete with that. So they got rid of illegal hemp. You used to have to pay your taxes with hemp. George Washington grew hemp. Thomas Jefferson grew hemp. You, you, if you were a farmer back in those colonial days, you had, you were required by law to grow one acre of hemp because of its so many good uses. I mean, hemp, you can make plastic out of it. I'm working with some companies out of Colorado. We're making plastic out of hemp. We're making obviously paper, clothes. You can make batteries that are 800 times more efficient than a lithium battery out of hemp. All of this is going to take infrastructure and millions of dollars of investment, which is coming. We're working on it. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to change the world. Everyone's like, oh, CBD, a new billion dollar industry. No, hemp, a trillion dollar industry, hundreds of thousands of, of manufacturing jobs are going to be here. Um, it's coming. And if, if there, I can answer any questions or help anybody, I'd be more than happy to. But it's, it's an amazing time to be alive and what this plant can do for us. So much more than just medicine and, and, and health, which is amazing all in and itself. But there's yeah. a lot more to come. Do you know um, who Andy Frisella is? I definitely know the name. The he has the uh, he's he's the CEO and founder of First Form Fitness mm -hmm. um, with a PH O R M First Form, uh -huh. and I interviewed him. They do three four hundred million dollars a year in business, and I interviewed him on the show, and and I said, dude, where where was the and this is this has something to do with what you just said. I said, you know, because he talks about for the first 10 years of, of their business, him and his business partner, he said, I literally made $55,000 in 10 years. So $5,500 a year. And I go, dude, you could have made more money flipping burgers at McDonald's. And he goes, I know. He goes, and I told, just looked at my business partner and I said, dude, we got to, we got to figure this out, man, throw in the towel, whatever. Um, or, or he goes, and this woman walked in and talked about and into their store and talked about how their products had changed her life. She lost all this weight and like, you know, and she was in tears Yeah. and then she bought a couple of things and left. And he said, Andy, he said, in all the time I wanted all, I wanted the women and the cars and the, you know, all this money, I want to be rich and all this stuff. He said, and, and as soon as she walked out, I looked at my partner and I said, you know what? 
I don't, oh, well, I'm not going to say what he said, but he like, he loves the F word, but he said, um, he said, I don't care about the money. That right there is why we're in this business. And I am unbelievably grateful. And that's what we're going to do. We're here just to serve people and help people. And he said, it was like, it was like God was testing me. He said, and then, and that's when, boom, man, it took off. I mean, really took off for him. So I think you're on the right track, dude. You're, you're, you want to serve people. You want to help people. You want to help people understand what this can do for them. So um, there's, there are, look, um, Weldon says, other than reviews, how can we tell which product is the best? Because well, there are a lot of CBD companies, man. A lot. I have I have two other friends that own CBD companies. So here's here's the, here's here's the inside knowledge, right? So again, it's not CBD. CBD is one part of five hundred parts of the hemp plant. It took sixty million years to develop this plant, and this plant produces CBD that our bodies produce. We communicate, our bodies and this plant communicate. We have the same, you know, communication molecule. So basically, the, the, the product that leaves the plant alone the most is the one you want to work with. Some people call, call it full spectrum, which is like a full spectrum of life. Well, that's an overused, bastardized term. There's no real, um, you know, policing of that term. Again, what you want to do is get a product that's whole plant, right? That's what holistic means, whole plant. So when we make our products, we harvest them and we literally use, you know, a cold extraction method, like a cold press, like you would make olive oil or sun, sunflower seed oil. And you would press the plant and then you get all of the nutrition, all of the enzymes, all of these things called terpenes and flavonoids and cannabinoids. Hemp also has all 21 amino acids, a perfect ratio of omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. In fact, it's the closest thing that resembles breast milk, human breast milk on the planet. So you want to work with a company that doesn't over-process the plant, that leaves the plant alone, right? Find the, the organic farmer's market orange juice company. Don't buy Tang. And I'm sorry if there's Tang lovers out there and some of the millennials, I'm sure like, what is Tang? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I grew up on that stuff, man. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, my wife says, um, it's a little overwhelming and confusing and, and I, you know, I have all these CBD oils sitting here that you've sent me and other people have sent me and I've, I've tried, tried them all. Yeah. Um, she not so much. She's in, she really is into the essential oils, but so, so, um, and Joe, well, shoot, Joe, the, the comments are moving. Um, awesome. yeah, he has a friend that's making hemp disposable silverware. Awesome. So, so how would, so, uh, okay. If somebody goes to, um, your website, one Oh one CBD.org. Yep. Um, what are they going to learn there? Is it, is it just, Hey, buy, buy our product or is it an educational platform? What are they going to learn? So we have videos. If you go to our blogs, you can watch tons of videos that we've done. Um, you know, interviews, podcasts, webinars over the years. 
Um, you know, there's medical journals that we've been featured in. So go to the blogs. Uh, there's like the top 10, um, you know, uh, reasons why to buy CBD or what to look for that's on the website. It really is set up for education. Um, right. It's not the sexiest like Amazon buy now one click, you know, it's not about making money. Um, and, and for all of you out there, I challenge you to whatever it is that you do. And I know we talk about this a lot with, with Jeffrey Gittimer is, you know, is to really um, solve, you know, stay focused on your client and solve their problems and ask questions and be empathetic and just stick to that. Figure out a solution. And, and when you do that, you'll 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 have clients for life and you'll make relationships and you'll 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 just have the, the rewards will go on and on. I know we had a Kellen's talk this morning. Um, and, you know, he was talking about how he had one client that he went out of his way for and it led to like three million dollars in business over the years. And so yeah. you'll never be you'll never be disappointed with what if you really try and help somebody uh, in your day to day, your life will be more rewarding and the money will come. Find yeah. something that you're calling. Find something that you love, that you're passionate about, that you jump out of bed for and, and follow it. And, 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 and yes, it could take 10 years of you busting your ass. It's like an overnight success. Uh, you know, after 10 years, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, find that thing that really lights you up. And I, I, Hey, sometimes it's longer than 10 years. I mean, you know, it's sometimes it's 20, 30 years. Sometimes it, you, you never get that money part of it, but you know, um, I think that, that, you know, what you're saying is, is 100% true and it's it's almost a a cliche, but it, it's it's true. I mean, it, it's like, look, if you go out of your way to to help other people and solve their problems, yeah. Look, Doug Wing says Little Giant was started in 1972. It takes it takes time. Yeah, right. It does, man. It takes time. But but so so. Again, I think this is just my opinion, and I know that Jeffrey um, uses your your um, espresso, right? The espresso boost CBD in his coffee. Um, I'm going to be trying that out too. Yeah. But you know, with the, I think from my my viewpoint, mm -hmm. your primary focus should be like educating people on what cbd is and what it is not yeah like you know because I, I i think that there's i mean dude i'm 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 not a i'm not a dummy most of the time and and i've had this this thing in my head about cbd is it's marijuana you know why why are you know there for a long time there was a push like no this is illegal we're gonna keep this illegal and and, you know, for, for a long time, for years, you know, and it's like, so when you hear that, you think, wait, there's something wrong with this then. Right. And, and I think that people are used to being programmed by the media and, and, and all of that. And so I think what you're talking about is awesome, dude. It's, it's what people need to hear. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And, and, you know, it, it again, there is a lot of uh, stigma. And it was, it's, you know, it's, it's sad to say, but, you know, follow the money. Yeah, right. <laughs> I right. mean, Big Pharma doesn't want this around, right? They came yeah. out with a, a synthesized version of CBD, uh, which is called Epidiolex, which is for children with seizures, right? Yeah. Big Pharma. They charge $32,000 a year for that product. 
They do not want people buying a product for 50 bucks a month and getting healthy. And they also don't want them realizing, wait a second, I can take a plant and then I can grow in my garden yeah, and it's going to have no side effects and I'm going to sleep better and have less anxiety and maybe less aches and pains. Again, we've tried the pharmaceutical model. You know, there's a lot of people that don't want it anymore. Most people that I come across. And again, it gets back to a simpler living, which is eat wholesome food, eat, eat fruits and vegetables, guys, you know, drink water. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing when you do those things and, uh, you know, <laughs> better you can be. I, I think, you know, I went off the other night. I don't know if you were on that or not, but about the hydroxychloroquine and, and how big pharma is trying to make sure that, 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 uh, uh, yeah, you follow follow the money. Yeah, and 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 here Tom says pharma can't patent a plant. That's oh, true. They have tried. Trust me. They they, they Oh yeah. But I mean, you know, big pharma did nine hundred and eighty-two billion dollars in revenue last year. That's almost a trillion dollars. Yeah. You know, so if you had a trillion-dollar industry, you'd fight to keep it keep it alive, even if you had to make make stuff up along the way. So. You know, I, um, look, here's Wes says my issue. I've tried a bunch of different products and strengths and up to now I haven't seen any results. I'd love to have one that actually assists my back pain and gives new life to my older dog. Wow. Reach out to me, Jay Benton at 101cbd.org or info at 101cbd.org. I see those two and send me your mailing address and I'll send you one for free. Um, and one for you and one for your dog. Dogs are our number one clients. They don't have the conscious mind to screw stuff up. They're your number one client? Bacon, we have a bacon flavor and a wild salmon. And so the dogs, when they feel better, they put pressure down on the paws. And the dog owners are like, oh my God, they're like a puppy again. I hear that story, I don't know, seven times, eight times a week. And so um, wow. they don't have the conscious mind. Whereas the, the humans will sit there and be like, I couldn't have been the CBD. It must have been I've been stretching better. I must have got my fighting weight back, right? But dogs are just like, oh, I feel better. I'll put more pressure on it. And so it's the same things. Um, the number one reason humans and dogs take it is for pain and inflammation. We see it all the time with older dogs, especially in the hips. Um, and, you know, the baby boomers and the retirees are our number one clients. So I would love to take the Pepsi Taste Challenge with you um, and for you to try what the whole plant. It's not CBD, guys. CBD is like saying, oh, my God, vitamin C, vitamin C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to solve everything. No, no, no. It's called eat an orange. Eat a whole orange with a little bit of pulp in it, folks. That's just basic things. That's how our bodies work is right. whole plants, whole foods. And so um, I can't wait to send it to you. I can't wait to hear your feedback because I already know. Robert Robert says, give it a try for 30 days. You won't understand how it works until you stop taking the product. You hear that all the time, especially from men. They come in, they're like, well, you know, I don't really know if it's working, but they're coming back to buy some. <laughs> and then, and then they, they come back because they run out. And then you run out for like two or three days. And then all those aches and pains that you forgot about come back and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's working. So it's not a, um, it's not obviously then it's not curing anything. It's if, if the pains and, and all that comes back. Um, well, think about it. So it took a long time for your body to deteriorate years and years and years of whether it's a lot of act physical activity or eating like crap or whatever. 
um, or you know drinking crappy water. Um, so it's not it's not a silver bullet. There's not just to get over to everybody. There's no magic pill that will fix everything. There's no magic beans. Right. Behind the veil at Oz, you right. have to eat healthy every day. Yeah. Right. Be some moderation. You can have some dessert, but you have you are what you eat. All of our yeah. cells are made up of what we eat. Eat better. Drink more yeah. water. Exercise. Exercise your brain. And yep. if you do that, CBD will help set your body up for homeostasis so your body can heal itself. And we have had people that have had serious injuries, pain-related, war injuries, football injuries that have taken our products for three, four, five months and then noticed they didn't need to take it anymore. They wanted it still to have it around because we all know as you get older, you wake up and sometimes it feels like you're an old tractor. You got to get that thing going. But uh, yeah. I, I have it by my bedside. Wow. Yeah, Tom. Tom is saying inflammation is the cause of pain and disease. CBD re reduces inflammation naturally without side effects, and it's good for your liver and good for your kidneys. But so is broccoli, and so is kale. Guys, eat better, drink more water. It sounds simple. That is the cure that we're all looking for. You are what you eat. So, last question for you, dude. What's the number one thing that holds people back from success and happiness in life? The brain, our own brains. We hold ourselves back. Um, so what I, what I challenge you and everybody every day is, like we talked about earlier, is that you can learn from your own experiences that I've had to learn some painful lessons um, and, or you can learn from others. So learn from other people that, have what you want, like the life you want or whatever it is that, or they have that look in their eye and you're like, God, I want that. They just seem happy all the time. I want to be someone with that kind of energy. I remember when I saw you, Ken, in the beginning doing this, I was like, I was like, ah, I like that guy. I like that energy. All right. And so um, just make sure that you're, you're working on your attitude. You're being grateful for what you have. There, there are no limits. Remember when you were a kid and you wanted to be an astronaut, you wanted to be a baseball player. There was no limits. So there is no limits. Is conditioning and life and circumstances and media and 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 even good willing, good natured people with good intentions, you know, they didn't want you to get hurt. Like, well, you know, calculated the odds of being a baseball player. Like, oh, let's try something more, you know, responsible. No, chase your dreams. You only get one life. Do it. There are no limitations other than the limitations you put on your own mind. Surround yourself with people that support you. If there's some negative naysayers out there, you can choose your friends. You can't pick your family. You are the closest five people that you hang around with. Hang around better people that push you, that challenge you, that are you know living at a higher vibration, that want, that want more out of their life because you deserve to be happy. We all deserve to be happy. So go for it. That would be my advice. Love that, man. We have the great Glenn Morshower. Hey, Glenn. Exes who won't go away are the biggest source of pain. <laughs> he does. He doesn't have any exes. He's been married for like forty years, <laughs> or longer. I don't even know how long. I don't know the exact number. I love to but anyway. Check it out. I'd love to check out your online uh, uh, acting class. Do be a fly on the wall. That's great. Yeah. Well, I can. Uh, I can get you his information to make that happen. So look, I, um, man, this has been very, very enlightening. I, I really think everyone and dude, you're, you're very active on, on social media. So, um, what Jose wants to know, what is the product name for the products for espresso? It's boost X and, um, just, 
put in the in the uh, in the notes that you want it as espresso. We'll mail it to espresso. And just 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 reach out to reach out to Justin. Just send him like he's on Facebook. He's everywhere. Send him a message or um, what's the email address again? The easiest one is info at one o one cbd dot org. And I don't want to get off without say, mentioning what's what's your promo code. I know you're running an awesome deal on your. Uh, go live program, which is changing so many people's lives and is allowing you to be on Amazon where the 150 million people can watch it. If you guys want a little bit more attraction for your business, you might want to go check out Ken's. Oh no, man. This isn't about me, dude. Promo code. This, this is about you. So um, I, I appreciate that, but honestly, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't use the show for that. This is about you. So thank you. You can go. You can go live and promote the heck out of it if you want. <laughs> I, I want everybody because you know Justin has. Um, Justin has has. I mean, dude, you, you, you know, you sent me a, a, a sample of two samples of it. Three actually. You sent me some roll-on stuff too. Raw relief roll-on. Um, you're you're a good dude, man. You just like. Well, I think you also sent me some espresso, didn't you? Or in the mail, it'll be there. I think tomorrow. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't received it yet. But um, you know, like you're a good dude, man, and you said that you send out free samples all over the world. Like that's that's incredible. Yeah. So, man, everybody needs to follow you. Send an email to info at one hundred one cbd Justin will hook you up with a. A sample, right? Is that right? Absolutely. And, and what we want, we, we a whole mission is for us to pay it forward. Our prayers were answered by this plant. This plant is was the was the glue that got our son off the spectrum. And so it's uh, and when you say off the spectrum, he was high on the autism spectrum. So everybody diagnosis, severe, nonverbal, non communicative in his own world. We general ed wanted to put him in the most remedial classes. And it was as bad as it gets, you know, I mean, in, in, in that category. And so we tried everything and this plant and diet, uh, nutrition was what got him healthy. And it can get you healthy and your loved ones healthy. That's why we send it away for free. Just try it. Try it. And if you love it, great. We have compassionate discounts for half off for the rest of your life. My goal is to reach 1 billion people by 2025, whether they see our videos, they try our products. We send free hemp seeds around the world. You want hemp seeds? I'll send you six. Throw it in your backyard and grow it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, this is a plant. Try the plant. There are there, whatever ailment that you have right now. I'm telling you, there is a plant that will help. You know, I know we talked about essential oils earlier. Lavender oil. We use it to relax. There's things in lavender called terpenes. That's the smell of the plant. And that smell actually triggers parts of our brains to relax. So my main message again is let's just get back to simpler times. Eat right, eat healthy, drink plenty of water, alkalized water if you'd like, put a little lemon in there. And, uh, you know, and, and we'll get there. And if anything I can do to help, I'd love to help. Any family that has any questions with autism, uh, we'll send them a free product as well. We really are here to help and educate. Dude, that's so awesome. Justin Benton. Jeffrey Gittimer uses his products. I have his products. I've, I've, I haven't used a bunch of it yet, but um, 
I, I, dude, you're, you're a good dude. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful you came on today and, and told your story and shared your wisdom and everybody needs to go to 101cbd.org, send an email to info at 101cbd.org. And Justin, that's your, that's you, you get that email, right? Yeah. Send, send Justin an email, reach out to him on Facebook, go check it out. And listen, I appreciate everybody being on here. If you shared this out, you rock. You're awesome. You're on my my favorite list if you shared this out. Share. Um, if you didn't share it out, I know who you are. And no, we can actually see the ones that don't share it, and we'll be reaching out. <laughs> Why didn't you share this? Justin, I'm going to end this. Thank you so much. Stay on here, though. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to end this. I appreciate everybody. Make sure you follow Justin. Look him up on Facebook. Check out his website. And you all have a fantastic day and go break through some walls today. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for having me, Ken.